The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Welcome to the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we like to showcase startups and early stage companies, as well as visit with innovators in the agriculture and food industry. Today, we're here with Diana Flatterness and guest Michal McInerney, CEO and co-founder of Strongbow Agritech. Thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Strongbow Agritech? Yeah, so um, thanks very much for having me. Um, so again, I'm Michal McInerney, and um, maybe you might be able to deduce from my accent and my name that I'm not a native uh, to Canada. So I'm actually just, um, I'm from Ireland. I just arrived about three months ago. And back in Ireland, um, I set up a, a company called Strongbow Agritech. And we're, our mission is to in, uh, increase the visibility and the transparency into the beef production process. Um, so um, I'm coming from a strong beef background and I'm also an engineer so it's really um, it was something that was uh, pretty I suppose down my alley when it came to um, developing technology because of the, 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 the information that I had from both sectors and um, yeah uh, really uh, what we're doing is we're we looked at the problem that there isn't enough information in the beef sector especially in comparison to the dairy industry where in the dairy industry you'll see um you'll see key performance indicators like milk volume and um milk density all the way down into individual animals but in the beef industry you don't really have that sort of resolution so uh, we developed um, an automatic weighing platform uh, connected to our smart data hub that's able to get all of the information that we need from from the herd and then send that up to the cloud and we're analyzing it there so that we can give beef producers in, in Ireland and Canada uh, really accurate information on, their, on, their, um, on their, their operation and drive efficiency through, through data analytics. So that's from a high level, that's what we're doing. Um, part of the transition over to Canada, we identified that there's a very good market here for our technology. Um, and at the moment we're based in in Ontario and working with some uh, early adopter customers here that are very actually very interested in, in the technology and so much so at times that they've gone out and attempted to make the, to, to make this happen for themselves and to drive it on their own but um, you know there's huge technical undertaking there so it doesn't always work out for these guys. Um, so um, that's a little bit of a recap of, of where of, uh, of, of what we're at. Um, have you any maybe more in-depth questions yeah so how how do you uh market to the farmers do you actually go to the farms and talk to them or do they get a hold of you or how how can they get in touch with you um so when i was back in ireland it was a different story because i grew up in ireland and i knew every farmer in in our region and once you go outside of the region you'll know somebody who and it's a small community and uh, i could go directly to people um, since coming to Canada, all of the customers that we have here have come directly through our website because I don't have that network. Now we're we're developing partners with 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 other organizations around that might be able to connect us with with, with more and more people. But at the moment, all of our customers are coming actually directly through our website, which is great because uh, we don't need uh, on-site salesmen. But um, we we really want to be able to to, to fine-tune that in future though. 
Mm -hmm. And so how, what do you do with the data that, that comes off there? Like what kind of decisions are made from the data? Um, so depending on what variation of our product you buy, um, I, I'll focus on a, one of our high-end products, which would be our bovine hub. So our bovine hub takes full body weight measurements, and it also takes the EID measurement, uh, the EID tag from the, from the animal. So from that, we're able to get live weight gain for individual animals. So straight away, you'd be able to identify at-risk animals or underperforming animals. Um, we have a very interesting story about how we developed our illness identification software um, just through iterative uh, designs from the, from a software perspective and, and an add-on then from the machine learning side. But um, we're able to identify these, these underperforming animals very quickly. For example, an animal that's sick uh, shows a, a very drastic change in its, its activity. It shows a change in its weight gain very early into the sickness. And a lot of the time, even before the farmer can identify it themselves. So it gives the farmer the early notice that it needs to make a decision and to prevent uh, further illness. On top of this, um, we're also driving analytics from a herd, from a, at a herd level. So we're able to look at your entire herd, see how the animals are performing at a herd level. So you're able to make decisions on, you know, what time of the day you're feeding and uh, what time, what's in your feed stuff. And really what, what that, uh, what that morphs into is that is um, on-site dietary research. And that's really interesting aspect of what we're doing is because up until now, all of the research that's been conducted for beef production has been done in, uh, in a different environment, done in, a, in an isolated setting. And really the power of our technology enables every small farmer in the country to essentially turn his small farm into a micro research facility and to get the power of a large research facility right on his own farm, and it's, it's targeted right for it, for for that particular farm. So it's um, it's really powerful when it comes to uh, to improving efficiency. Mm -hmm. So, what kind of um, return on investment do you see happening with with this technology? So. If you, if you get our, our, our bovine hub, which I was talking about there, our higher end product, there's a 30 month return on investment. Um, it, it, it all depends on what sort of decision making you're able at and what your, your farming operation. So uh, larger, larger feedlots wouldn't be able to make decisions on individual animals when they're selling, whereas smaller operations tend, uh, particularly in Ireland, they would be able to do that. So there is a little bit of variation with some farms being able to make decisions that other farms aren't. But the larger feedlots then benefit when they're able to get information on an awful lot of animals with very little hardware. So we're looking at 30 months on average between, uh, between the, the two different settings. Hmm. That's really interesting. Um, what other kinds of... Uh you know, advice or, or things can you provide to producers on this front, like that you found with your data or that you found with your uh, technology that can help with the industry? Um, so I suppose out the, the, some of the learnings that we would have gotten that um, something that would, I, you could apply to everyday farming um, is, is, is really, the, the power of getting information. So regardless of whether you're using our technology or not, I'd be urging every farmer to go out there and to drive some bit of data from your farm and to, to start leading with 
lead yourself down the right path really when it comes to technology adoption if you have a manual system use it as regularly as you can within reason um because we found that you could buy a whole uh, a whole lot of animals um at a particular weight at a particular age and you put them into one pin and you feed them with the same diet and when you measure them after after two months time some of them have performed while some of them haven't and some of them are on a different trajectory than others and there, you really need, if you're moving them from another pen or moving them onto a new, uh, if you've got a system where you move them through your facility, you really need to have that information at that time to be able to make a decision on whether this animal should go a few weeks earlier than another. Um, so that's what I'd be urging farmers to do, regardless of what we have with our technology. Obviously, our technology fits in there and says, well, we're, we're going to get this information automatically for you, an awful lot more accurate and a lot safer, so you don't need to harm yourself, you don't need to disrupt the animals. There's a lot of benefits to getting the system in there and getting it live. So there's there's um, there's a win-win there, really. Mm -hmm. And so do you use an app uh, on your phone to, to track this information? or? So we do. Uh, we have an app on our phone. We find that um, I personally don't tend to use the, the app for going through the information. I love using it on my, on my desktop, but of course you can use it through the app. Um, our app was actually developed um, for integrating with the hardware originally, and we, we have a, a dual purpose for the app. But the information is sent through a cellular communication all the way to the cloud. We analyze it there and we send it back to the, the end user on a, in a, in a, in a usable format um, through uh, our Google, Google platform. Hmm, that is interesting stuff. Michael, what do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, really uh, cool. Have you seen any uh, differences since you've come to North America from Ireland? Well, the scale the scale is, is, is completely different, um, and I think the, I think that's uh, something that's increasing also. So we see that uh, farms farms are getting bigger, um, and and they're they're much bigger. So um, the first farm that I visited out here was. Uh, I, I worked it out 30 times bigger than the, the largest farm that I was on in Ireland. So it's, it's, it's a step change for me. There's a little bit of a learning curve, but at the same rate, we were targeting large farms in Ireland. So it was a very, um, it was a very welcome sight to see a large farm out here to, and, and to see the scale. Um, farms that need to hire people to constantly go and monitor animals um, and constantly look for illnesses. These are expenses that our, our technology gets rid of. So it, it, there's, there's a set of pains that we see in the beef industry out here that most certainly aren't there in Ireland. So it's at, at, at times very welcome to see the differences. Do you have um, certain um, feed uh, conditions that you, that you use or feed? Um, I'm trying to think of the word here. So, so um, uh, diet, uh, dietary related information. Yeah. So uh, we tend to keep out of the diet-related information uh, because it's not our core competency, but farmers also have a very close relationship with their nutritionist. So mm -hmm. it's not something that we see ourselves fitting into. But what we do is we get the information from the diet. So as opposed to a, a giving information and giving advice on diet, we, we take that information. So whatever, the, whatever diet is being fed to the animals, we take that because we use it in our machine learning algorithms to identify which part of the feedstuff is most uh, dominant for, or uh, which contributes best for, um, for feed, feed efficiency. So when we see a variance in one, 
we can identify the and 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 relate to the the output the, the change in the output so it's uh, it's 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 accurate information we need from from that from that side from the nutrition side mm -hmm. do you see any challenges with uh implementing this type of technology on the farm um yeah i i i do um i suppose when we're trying to be the first uh when this is the first attempt there is to commercialize a piece of hardware to get live information from animal performance there's always going to be a lot of a, a big challenge in getting farmers to adopt technology. Um, but that's not what I see as the biggest problem. Um, by large, farmers that I come across are very tech savvy. Uh, where I see some of the biggest issues is really with the hardware and the reliability. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, hardware is very hard. And you'll go into other industries and you can put a piece of technology any place in the world and it won't be subjected to the same harsh environment that you'd see in a feedlot. Animals are relentless, they're heavy, they're strong, they're tough, and they'll break everything they come in, they come in contact with. So that was something that we had to design around, and uh, it, it, just follow us uh, on LinkedIn, and you'll see some of the design iterations we've gone through. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll always stay saying it, hardware is hard. So that's probably where I see some of the biggest issues. So uh, on top of that, you've got a, a problem where the more engineering you put into something to make it more robust the more expensive it gets so we also need to be able to hit a price point and make sure that um we're able to get technology on farms for a reasonable price so we have um we have to we have to balance that equation so that we're we're not uh, over engineering something and making something overly complex so there's a balancing act there and it's something that does keep us awake at night sometimes trying to trying to keep it uh, trying to keep it correctly balanced huh that is interesting stuff i just think it's a neat technology that uh that that people would really benefit from so um yeah thank you for sharing that no i think problem. uh yeah more research can is being done on this front uh you know in terms of you know what's next yeah, so um, we're working with um, the ICBF in Ireland, which is the Irish Cattle Breeding Federation. So they do a lot of research um, in, in, in Ireland on, on diet efficiency and um, genetic. Um, um, they do a lot of genetics on, on, on beef animals. So our technology is in, in their leading um, research facility at the moment. So we're constantly looking at, at where we'd be able to, um, where we'd be able to develop our hardware to suit the the changing uh, the changing research um, when it comes to development on our on our own end we're developing our software constantly our electronics are changing constantly um, to make it better and more efficient and cheaper and um, as I said on the hardware side of things you know we we're pretty happy where we are but we can see something changing in the future there's, there's always something to be mm -hmm. something to be improved yeah is there a lot of people doing this in this space? uh different companies there is there is uh, surprisingly a lot of companies that have tried to do this um there's um without name and names there is uh, a lot of we have competitors probably one on every continent in the planet and um yeah so it's not a new it's not a new solution to the problem that we have we've we, we've come up with a way that is makes it commercially viable so we're able to commercialize our product 
and uh, develop a support network and connect the information in a way that is most useful for farmers. And uh, again, we found a way to get the price point right so the farmers are able to adapt this technology. Because when you're looking for tens of thousands of dollars for a piece of technology, it's just not going to fly in, a, in, a, in, a, in an industry that has such tight margins as the beef industry. It's just, it's just no, it's not going to happen. You're really limiting yourself to the, um, to the research setting and, and that's not a market we're going for. We're conducting research in Ireland for research purposes, but uh, we really want to hit the commercial market. Is there anything else you want to share with um, producers or the industry in terms of this technology? Um, I, uh, I suppose it's, it's very, uh, I don't want to give a big blanket statement, but if, if, uh, if there are producers that are interested in improving efficiencies, I'd say to log on to our website at www.strongbow-agtech.com and you'll be able to get contact information for anyone on our team. And we can discuss um, we can discuss the technology and discuss the application and and uh, get um, get get producers producing more efficiently. Um, so yeah, definitely log on. Um, so I know that uh, starting your own business can be uh, really difficult. Uh, is there any advice that you'd uh, give to any sort of future entrepreneurs that we have listening? I, I would. I, what I would say is I would say um, the best thing that we ever did was we did our market research. We, we did it extensively. And it's something that I love standing over all the time because I can pull stats from, 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 from more or less any industry connected to what we're doing. So I'd be saying doing market research, market research, market research. And um, you can't really go wrong then. Uh, I, 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 I find that it's the best the best tool in my belt at the moment is, is, the, is the amount we know about the stats and where things are going. Um, so, you know, a lot of times when uh, investors are talking to us about where we see the future of beef, for example, we've done a lot of research into what countries are increasing meat production and, and red meat production and, and what countries are, are declining in red meat production and globally, really, where is it going? And uh, there's an illusion out there at the moment that beef is in decline when it's absolutely not. It's, uh, a, there's a lot of information out there to suggest that it's, it's, it's driving, it's, it's one of the more stable industries at the moment, but it's just gotten a bad rap in the last couple of years. And um, something that should probably be highlighted, just figure, trying to figure out how to make that and uh, bring that to the surface is, is, can be difficult at times. Yeah. Um, I also know that you guys won some awards recently. Uh, do you just want to talk about those a little bit? Yeah. Um, so back to Ireland and back to our connections, you know, you don't win awards just by showing up on the day. It's something you need, you need to build a connection. You need to get a good reputation. And that's something that we did in Ireland before I moved out here. So we won, um, we won uh, I think it was three out of six um, awards at the Cork Summer Show uh, just in June this year and um, then back in the uh, plowing championship the last month just gone um, we uh, we won uh, two awards at the national plowing championship so that was a really big deal for us the national plowing championship is, is one of the biggest ag agricultural shows in the world and uh, we were lucky enough to get into the final 20 in the innovation arena and lucky enough to win two two uh, two categories so um delighted with that um entirely 
and we've got a great a great amount of publicity so a big shout out to the the, the guys in enterprise ireland if uh, if any of them are listening <laughs> that's fantastic uh, thanks for sharing is there anything else uh, you want our i guess listeners to know uh, before we head out I know. I think we covered an awful lot. I, I, I suppose encourage them to to go onto our website and 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 connect and follow us on LinkedIn and see what we're doing. And uh, I'm sure it will be of interest uh, to any uh, any large beef producer, that's for sure, large or small beef producers. Okay. Yeah. Thank you uh, for joining us on the show, Thanks and uh, and thank you for our listeners for tuning into the podcast.